Welcome to Real Talk with Rachel. Today you're listening to Talk Therapy, a short segment of the show that releases at the beginning of the week to allow space for God to move in our hearts and speak into our lives. Welcome back to the Stand Firm series. And I want to just read to you a passage from Matthew 7, 24 through 29. This is actually not our key verse for today, but I felt led to read it to you, to remind you why we are doing this series and why it's important to stand firm when it seems everything around you is shaking. Here's what it says in Matthew. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. When Jesus had finished saying these things, the crowds were amazed at his teaching because he taught as one who had authority and not as their teachers of the law. My friend, here's why I wanted to remind us of this, because that same authority that Jesus spoke with and reminded them, hey, if you don't listen to my words and put them into action, when the storms of life come, notice he didn't say if they come, he said when they come and you're standing on sand, you've built your house and your life on sand, do not be surprised if you sink. This passage here was something I included in my book, Image Restored, because that was the foundation for my book. And honestly, friends, it's my life message that I have to keep coming back to. And I pray that this series is reminding you to come back to. But here's the deal. I love how Jesus said, everyone who hears these words of mine and doesn't put them into action, and he goes on to talk about, it's like a foolish man. How can we put words into action if we're not even hearing them? So can I please encourage you, you know, this series, I'm selecting one verse, and I'm about to tell you what today's is, but you need to know that this, my heart for this, is that you get into the word. You are listening to the word on your own. You're reading it. You're consuming it. You're hearing it. And then we're also putting it into action. So let's do that right now with this week's, I'm calling them solid foundation verses. And here's the one that I knew God was asking me to talk about today, because this is one that for at least a solid decade, and it's still, I'm going to tell you a couple stories here. It's been the verse I have stood on when I wanted to shrink back in fear. It is 2 Timothy 1.7. For God has not given you a spirit of fear or timidity, but power, love, and a sound mind. This verse, why I say that it got me through so much is because it's one of the very first verses that way back when, in the ancient of days, actually it hasn't been that long ago, maybe like, 
I should look up how many years it's been since I started blogging. I really don't remember. Maybe seven years ago. My first blog was called Life Outside the Shell and cute, fun little name because I was such a timid girl. I was so insecure. And when the Lord asked me to step out and enter in this field of writing, and then he asked me to step out and start speaking and podcasting and even becoming a counselor, I was just paralyzed by fear. And my fear kept me saying no for a very long time. In fact, I used to get asked to speak in my early 20s, and I just told people no. And I didn't even think about it. I think I surprised people sometimes because, you know, most people would be excited to get asked to speak. And and I just, when I was asked it, I would just say, oh, no, I don't speak. And they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, no, I'm not a speaker. I don't do that stuff. I didn't even think about it. It wasn't even something I was going to pray about. I just was like, no, I don't do that kind of thing. And, you know, as the Lord, as I kept getting kind of nudges, these little God nudges of, hey, I'm calling you to this, I remember the Lord just finally just having heart to heart with me and going, Rachel, when are you going to stop letting fear really be the boss of you and make decisions for you? And I remember I did. I finally got fed up with watching and it wasn't even a comparison thing. I want to be clear on this. But watching life go by and opportunities go by that I was asked to participate in. And I just kept saying no. And it was because of fear. And it made me think about somebody who's on a basketball team. They're on the team. And the coach kept coming by saying, hey, I'd love to put you in. And the player goes, oh, no, coach. And tells the coach all the reasons they cannot go in. And that's what I was doing for so long until I finally just got fed up with it. And I thought, I can't keep letting fear boss me around. So whenever I started my blog, I, 2 Timothy 1.7 was the founding verse. And it was because I got tired of being bossed and bullied by the fear and the timidity in my life. The timidity that made me shrink back and think I was less than have imposter syndrome. And so what I've been also having us do is take these verses and put it as a stand firm in action. So let's talk about what that looks like to put this verse into action. For me, whenever I started to step out and do these things that terrified me, remember the first speaking event, I nearly, I mean, I apologize if this is too much information, but my stomach was upset all day long. <laughs> and I was living in the bathroom, essentially, the days I would do any kind of speaking and I just was thinking, what in the world did I get myself into? This is horrible. And I remember the Lord would remind me of this verse. And something, when I was in that little bathroom stall, praying that somehow, you know, lightning would strike and I wouldn't have to speak. I remember the Holy Spirit rising up in me because I've been meditating on this verse. This spirit of fear and timidity that I'm feeling about what I'm about to go do, that's not from you. In fact, you give me power love, and a sound mind. And as I'm sitting there in that little bathroom stall, you know, terrified and wanting to hide and just stay in there all night rather than face my fears, the Holy Spirit rose up in me. And I started standing on this verse on my own, in my head, and just thinking, you know what? No, spirit of fear. No, spirit of timidity. You don't get to boss me anymore. 
You don't get to keep me trapped in this bathroom stall, hoping that nobody comes to find me. And I would get mad, like it was a righteous anger. And I'm thinking, no. And I probably busted out of that stall looking all like superwoman-like, like, wait a second, I was about to fall for the bait and get trapped in here. No, I'm not. And I would come out of that bathroom stall stronger than before because I had had a moment where I was weak, my friends. Tell you what, you want to feel the weakest that humans can is, you know, whenever you're in a lily position, you know, uh, praying for your life in a bathroom stall and praying for your, you know, stomach to start stop rumbling long enough to go speak. And sorry, well, I mean, this is TMI, but you need to know these things, right? But I would, I would, something would come over me and it was the Lord that would, he would just say, hey, that spirit of fear and timidity, those aren't from me. But my friends, it is our job to take that same authority that Jesus had and that he passed along to us and say, whoa, 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 I see what's happening here. I see you fear. I see you timidity. I'm not coming into agreement with you. You're a lie. And I'm sending you back to the pit of hell where you belong. And instead, I pick up power. I pick up love. And I pick up a sound mind. And I would meditate on what does power look like? Okay, for me in my situation, it looked like busting out of that bathroom stall, holding my head up high, pulling my shoulders back, and walking into that room with confidence, not because of Rachel Gilbert and what I have to offer, but because of the Holy Spirit that was living and is living inside of me. He was just ready, excited, looking for a vessel to be able to burst out of. Because it wasn't about me. It was about him. And then love. What did that look like? That looked like delivering a message in love and in loving on those people right in front of me that the Lord was calling me to. And then the sound mind looked like not having confusion when it came to speaking or notes or what do I do next or where do I go next? And I would cling, I would stand on those things and I would say, no, 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 this spirit of fear and timidity, you have to go. Because I knew as a speaker, whatever you walk up onto that stage with, just like as I know, whatever I hit record, you guys can probably tell when I'm having an off day over here, right? And I sure hope today you see, woo, Rachel's feeling spicy today. That's the Holy Spirit coming out of me. I'm actually standing right now while I record. Sometimes I stand, sometimes I sit. I felt like I'm supposed to stand because I am taking authority in my dominion that the Lord's giving me. And... That should empower you to take dominion in whatever the Lord has entrusted to you. All right, you are all, every single one of you is planted somewhere that I'm not planted. I can't go be a light in your little area of the world, but you sure can. And you're going to need the help of the Holy Spirit, Jesus, the Father. You're going to need the Word as your sword. You're going to need to be meditating on it. And then when the enemy comes to kill, steal, and destroy, because he will, we live in a fallen world. That's what happens. Shouldn't be a shock to anybody anymore. You're ready. When the storm comes, instead of being on that sinking sand, you're going to go, oh, I'm not even worried about the storm because I'm on solid ground. I have shelter. It's going to be okay. The wind and the, the storm, they're going to rage. Yes, it's, that's going to happen. But I'm going to survive it. And it's only going to be because we are clinging to and standing on the Word of God in those moments. 
I still have moments where I have to bring this verse back up to myself whenever I'm feeling that fear creep in and that timidity creep in and go, oh, no, 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 no. This is not my God that I serve. My God is not a God of fear. He is not a God of timidity. He does not push me down or push me around. He does not belittle me or speak ill of me. No, he's for me. He's in my corner. And when I cling to that truth, the power that rises up in me and out of me is something even I, after I'm done speaking or even after I'm done recording this podcast, I'm going to go, what was that? Oh my goodness, I didn't know that was in me. And it's because it was in there, but the Lord was waiting for me to put Rachel aside and say, Holy Spirit, greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. And I tell my spirit man, spirit man, rise up. And so right now I just speak that over you in the name of Jesus Christ, that your spirit man would rise up, take your place, take that authority that you have been given in Jesus Christ. So your processing thing today, I just want to know, what are you standing on? All right, I shared a personal story with you today why 2 Timothy 1.7 resonates with me. Chances are, if you're listening, you've struggled with some form of fear. Most people do. And uh, if you have or do, that's okay. You're not alone. I still have things that I feel fearful over. Just yesterday, just yesterday, my friends, I had to stand on this verse. I was feeling that pit in my stomach and having some fear over something. And when I recognized it, I thought, oh, wait a second, we need to stand firm right now. And I pulled this weapon back out that was lodged in my heart. And I said, God, this spirit of fear that's, lot, that's just tormenting me right now, it's not from you. So I don't receive it. Instead, I receive your power. I receive your love. I receive your sound mind. Some translations um, say self-discipline. But Here's what I want you to take from this verse. I've heard this verse used in all kinds of different directions and to prove all kinds of different points. We're not going to talk about that right now. But here's the thing I'm mainly wanting you to take away. Of course, take away whatever the Holy Spirit is saying to you, first and foremost. But just that we've been given the authority to recognize when there is something taunting us, depressing us, oppressing us, pushing us around, holding us back, keeping us stuck, that is not from God. And it is our responsibility in those moments to partner with him, get in his word and say, Lord, what are we dealing with here? Show me what to stand on. All right. So what are you standing on today? Let me pray for you and for me. Father, thank you for every single person who is sitting under the sound of my voice. Ooh, we just welcome you here. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your goodness, your mercy, your grace, your love, your supernatural favor. Thank you for your word that we can stand on it. Thank you, Jesus, for these words of wisdom you gave us, that when the storms come, not if, but when they do, we'll just lodge your word down deep in our hearts and our spirits and let that be what we stand on. We'll be okay. And we're just grateful for that. Grateful for that promise. I speak speak specifically right now to anybody who is dealing with fear or timidity, who this resonated with them, we just cast that off right now in the name of Jesus. 
We bind it in the name of Jesus. And instead we just release and we receive your power, your love, and your sound mind. We have the mind of Christ. No confusion, no chaos, order, calm. It's in your name we pray, Jesus. Amen. Well, hey, in case you don't know, I have a guide with three steps to overcome fear and pursue your God-given dreams. It's actually what I used alongside this key verse from 2 Timothy 1.7 to step out in faith when God called. And you can download it for free at rachelgilbert.com forward slash overcome fear. Well, that concludes today's talk therapy episode, and I will see you back here next time on Real Talk with Rachel.